welcome to Major Choices, a podcast all about designing the career you want. I'm Rachel Gerber, a career coach at Indiana University who works with hundreds of college students each year, helping them navigate their own major choices in life. In 30 minutes or less, we're going to discuss how to explore your options, learn about yourself, and start to head down a career path that feels right for you. So think of me as your personal career coach in your feed on the go. This semester, we're so lucky to have a career peer host, Alex King, in the studio with us to offer her wisdom and perspective as a college student who's navigating her own career development journey in real time. So Alex, we are so glad that you're going to be here with Major Choices today. I am so glad to be here. In today's episode, we're going to talk about strategies one can take when your way seems unclear. What happens when you encounter a bump in the road? You know, maybe you don't end up getting accepted into a particular school or program that you were hoping for and are wondering about plan B. Or perhaps you have a lot of interests and it's just hard to narrow things down. Maybe you've tried a lot of different classes, but nothing's just really sticking out as the one. How can you navigate your way forward? In the second half of the program, Laria Miller, another amazing career peer, is hitting the streets to talk to a student about today's topic and will actually be doing a live wandering map exercise with the student that we will explore here soon. If you feel like you are just crossing your fingers and hoping for the best regarding your future, stick around because I promise you there is a better way. Welcome to episode 26, second semester and still lost and confused. We are so glad you're here. Hey, Alex, how's your week been? It's been really good. How about you? Good, good. Hey, well, before we jump in here, can you remind our listening audience of your year and your current major and what you're studying? Um, I am a freshman and I am studying interior design. That's fantastic. So have you always known this? You know, you've always had this and considered this as a sort of a career path for you? No, um, I went through many, many ideas before I landed on this path, and I still sometimes consider other options, um, and I've not, I have not decided on a minor yet at all. You know what, you don't have to choose, every, or at least figure out everything right now, right? But, and I'm going to tell a little bit more of my story here in a little bit, but I think a lot of students have the same sort of journey that you're currently on. You know, thinking about the future, which way to go, maybe you kind of have an idea, maybe there's still a lot of questions out there. And oftentimes for some students, we end up feeling like we're playing a game of darts, like throwing a direction out there, hoping something sticks. You know, you think there has to be a better way to figure things out. And well, spoiler alert, there is. That is exactly what we're going to talk about today. And this week's question is brought to us by Stacy, a first-year exploratory student from California. So listen in. Hi, Rachel and Alex. It's Stacy, and I'm worried that it's second semester, and I still don't know what major I like and what career stands out to me. Do you guys have any advice? Thanks. Thanks so much, Stacy, for your question. And ooh, this is such a good one. And I want to acknowledge first the. Con- the confusion and frustration of just general angst of that living in these times can feel like. Thank you for taking the time to call in. I also want you to know that you aren't alone in these feelings. Generally speaking, 70% of first-year students will change their mind in their first year of school. You're absolutely right, Alex. You know, changing one's mind is quite common. And, you know, quite frankly, I think that there's that's why there are academic advisors and career coaches and peer career coaches here at IU. We're here to guide you along the way and support you in figuring out your own next right step. I know I changed my major 
not one, not two, but three times from pre-physical therapy to social work to elementary education. Alex, um, do you want to explain a little bit more or talk a little bit more about what your experience was like choosing that major? Um, yeah, I actually remember my mom and I made a journal with lists of ideas like my freshman year of high school, which I am well aware is very early. And I remember deciding on communications for the longest time. I wanted to work in public relations. And this is what I told everybody when they would come to me and ask that big, scary question of what do you want to study? I was like, oh, I want to work on communications. But um, as time went on, I changed my mind quite a few times. <laughs> Yeah, so you finally ended up landing on interior design. And I should mention that you are in communications right now doing a podcast, by the way. But anyhow, um, so interior design, um, can you dig a little bit and share about how did you actually know when you landed on that idea that this was going to be sort of that career direction that felt right for you? Honestly, I remember like junior year of high school after the pandemic hit, one of my family members told me like, this just doesn't seem right for you, Alex. Like, I don't think you're the type of person to be just writing your whole life sitting in an office. And I was like, you know, yeah, kind of in my junior year of high school, I took like journalism and I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like sparking a bunch of happiness in me. And then it's, it's actually a really funny story. I remember sitting at the dinner table with my dad and my brother, like my, my mom and sister were gone and I was like you know I just don't want to do communications I really don't but I have no idea what I do what I want to do with my life and this was junior year so like of high school so like kind of when I should start thinking about it and he was like you don't actually even have to go to college and I was like oh you're right and it was a lot of back and forth of like should I go to college should I do something in the trade and my dad is actually he owns a contracting business and does a lot of remodeling and so he he works with a lot of people in the trade, but he also like in trade fields, but he also works with interior designers. And he was like, you could do interior design. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I could <laughs> um, because I in that especially in that time, I'm an artist. I've always been an artist, but I knew that like I didn't want to be an artist who just sold my work, but I needed art and design in my life. And I also wanted to do something kind of familiar. Like I grew up around my dad doing handy things like I know I know how to take care of a house. Um, and I was like, that would be so much fun. And he was like, yeah, dude, talk to my designer. It's great. Like. And my mom wasn't a big fan of the idea at first, I think mostly because she really liked the communications idea. But after doing a lot of research on designing, after finding styles, expressing myself, designing my room, watching the stereotypical like shows on TV, I realized that it just, it just will be fun for me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, I think what you described here was your own intuitive process of considering your values, your interests, your personality, your skill sets, your strengths, right? And I think that is one of the very best tools for helping to find clarity or at least assisting in getting, you know, your life in more of a connected way of paying attention to these clues to finding a major or a career path that makes us feel excited. So what we're going to do today in the podcast, because we do like to give our listeners sort of a tangible, um, is that we're going to walk you through today a process called the wandering map, or sometimes you hear it as a career map ex exercise. So career mapping is really um, something that helps students identify what matters, what they like, what skills they have, by asking a series of reflective questions that gets really to the heart of who you are. Now, then what we do is once we sort of get out all of those things, we then take a 10,000 foot view to see what we've written out. And we look and see what points of connection or common threads are woven throughout. And ultimately, I think this tool can really help students to see who they are 
in order to have a, in order to identify even greater themes and patterns that can inform what they want to do and what they want to study. So have you ever done a career or a wandering map before, Alex? Yes, I have actually here in the Career Development Center. Woohoo! So what was the experience like for you? It was actually really validating for me because it helped me, because obviously a lot of the things on there were um, being involved in the community. Also, a lot of, I have a lot of interest in um, like family affairs, but it was a lot of art um, and design and um, traveling and things like that. And it just helped me realize that like I'm on, it helped me realize there's a lot of paths that I could be on that I would enjoy, but it helped me realize that the one that I'm on is one that I will also love and enjoy. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's that next right step for you, right? So here at Major Choices, like I said before, we like to offer tangible solutions or suggestions to our students that they can, you know, sort of implement in their own lives. So listener, I want you to push pause right now. I'm serious. Push pause and go get a piece of paper and a pen. I like markers. <laughs> I love markers too. And let us guide you through this process. Okay. So are we ready to lead our listeners through this, Alex? Yes, we are. All right. Well, let's go. Start by putting your name in the middle of your paper, all right? Now, feel free to get creative. Don't let spelling or form get in your way, right, when we're going through this. Um, let your brain relax and just write down whatever emerges, right? Don't overthink it. You can always go back and add to these questions that we're going to ask. So the first question is this. What do you love? What makes you happy and come alive and just full of joy? You know, it doesn't just only have to be in the realm of work or school. Think hobbies. Think those times. What are, what are you doing when you get lost in, in something, right? What do you love? Now I want you to consider what you are good at. What are you naturally skilled at and what, um, what is very rewarding for you when you practice it? Oftentimes, if you're having trouble answering this question, because sometimes we don't like to say what we're good at, it feels like, you know, we're being too, too braggy or something like that. Ask yourself this too. What do other people come to me and ask for help for? All right. The next question is this. What environments do you best thrive in or are your best self in? Now, I'm not necessarily talking about at the beach or in the mountains, but I want you to think about what kind of environments do you best thrive in? Is it when you're doing solo activities or working in small groups, or maybe it's a fast-paced environment, or maybe it's slow and steady, or maybe there's a lot of variety, or maybe it's sort of you know what to expect every day. Are you working with older people, younger people, people your age, multi-age? You get the picture. Okay, and the next question is, who is somebody that you admire, a significant person or people in your life? And make some notes as to why you admire them. It could be anybody, somebody you know personally or somebody you don't know, just look up to. But think of them, write their name down, and write some of the traits that you admire about them. All right, next question is this, is what kind of work have you done? And then you can make some notes and jot some things down about what did you like about that? What did you not like about that type of work? Pay attention to the type of work that you did and perhaps even the skill sets that you use there. What have been some of your favorite classes in school? Write those down. And also make a note if you like them because of the content or if you like them because of the teacher you had. Probably sometimes a big difference there. 
And lastly, what are you passionate about? What things excite you? What things motivate you? What do you strive to do more of? Write those down. All right. So now what I want you to do is there, if there's anything else that you want to add to or something that you feel like we didn't ask you that you really want to put down on the paper about what's important to you, do so now. Okay. So get all that out. Now, after you feel like you've had sort of everything down on the paper um, at this point, what I want you to do is I want you to pause and get a bird's eyed view of it all. Okay. I want you to look at the scope of everything that you've written down there. And then I want you to ask yourself this question, what goes together? Put circles around these things and connect them with the line. And then I want you to write what those common themes are that connects them on the line. For example, let's just say that you have been a lifeguard for a part-time job and you're currently a resident assistant in your dorm and you're on the leadership team at one of your volunteer organizations. You could circle all of those because what I see might be different from what you see, but I see a common theme right there of leadership. Maybe it's something else in particular you want to name. But look over the whole of your thing and see what are some things that go together. At this point, your paper might be looking a little messy, and that's absolutely okay. That's actually why I like to use markers, because you can use different colors and organize it in confusion. <laughs> I love that. I love using markers, too. As you circle things and make connections, do you see any greater mega themes that connect to the threads? Some examples might include adventure, challenge, family, friendship, fun, independence, leadership, learning, security, creativity, research, teaching, problem solving. I could go on and on. You get the picture. Write these mega things down on your paper, and that can be anything that you see. Yes, awesome. Awesome list of ideas. So now I want you to shift from your from your head to your heart space. And what I mean by this is that as you look at these common th threads and mega themes, how do you feel about them? Do some of them make you feel excited, passionate, empowered, peaceful, authentic? Or do some of them make you nervous, scared, angry, awful? Put a square around the themes that make you feel closest to your best self. And then I want you to make a list of those themes. And I want you to write them in order that makes you feel the best of the best. Okay. Now settle in and ask yourself, what does this theme actually mean to me? What are the ways that I can actually incorporate this mega theme into my life, into my major choice or career path, how I engage with others? In essence, what is your life saying to you? This is such an individual process of self-reflection, but I've always been surprised at how usually spot on this exercise is in helping me identify what I really want and desire for my life. And I've seen this in my coworkers who have done this as well. It's, it's pretty spot on. Yeah, same here. I totally agree. You know, I love leading my students through this because 98% of the time, these common threads, they do pop out and they do help my students feel more and more confident about taking just that next right step towards a life that they want to live. Um, we can't rush clarity, but we can posture ourselves in a way that invites reflection. And we believe that you are your own greatest teachers and career coaches like us are here to help support you along the way. Absolutely.
Student employment is here to help students gain important experience through part-time employment, both on and off campus. Student employment is here to help students learn how to look for part-time jobs, market their experiences, and develop skills and competencies for future employment. Whether you have questions about finding a job on campus, a job off campus, a work-study position, or have questions about how you can work as an international student, our student employment career coaches can help you. For more information, you can go to go.iu.edu jobs to learn about the resources student employment has to offer. And now on to Lario with Student on the Street. our Student on the Street segment of the Minor Choices podcast. My name is Laria Miller. I am a career peer supporting the Career Development Center, and today I am joined by Katie Armstrong. Katie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? All right. Um, as Laria said, I am Katie. I'm a freshman studying law and public policy, and I'm very excited to be on the podcast today. So today we're going to be talking about wandering maps. It's like a description of your interests and how they relate to each other. Totally. Our goal today is to walk you and Katie through creating your own wandering map. To start out, we're going to need a piece of paper with lots of room, um, some writing utensils, preferably some color coding, you know, multicolored pencils or markers or whatever gets your creative juices flowing. And then the first thing you're going to want to do is write your name in the very center of your paper. So Katie is doing that as we speak. And then the next thing we're going to do is consider all the interesting or significant things that you have done or have happened to you. You can go back as far as you'd like, and I'd actually encourage you to go back as far as you can remember. Don't worry about writing anything down yet. This is just a, a mental inventory of what you consider relevant. This doesn't have to be just jobs, though it can certainly include them. Think about your hobbies, how you've spent your summers, lessons you've learned, places you've traveled to, some of your proudest accomplishments, and think of some of the people who have helped you along the way. So Katie, do you have some ideas of some elements that might fit those descriptions? I think so. So I think I have, I have some uh, ideas. So I have my interests, I have my personality, and that includes like some personality tests I've taken. Um, I also included my favorite classes, my family, some important experiences and some values that I have. Awesome. What kind of tests have you taken that you'd like to include on your, your wandering map here? So I've taken like the Myers-Briggs uh, or Myers-Briggs personality test. And I've also taken like the strong interest survey. Um, and I feel like those kind of help you understand yourself a little bit better. And I feel like when you know yourself um, pretty well, then that will help you kind of um, understand yourself better and then also understand what you'd like to do for a career as well. I totally agree. I think we've got a great start going here. So now that we have all of these awesome things, it's time to actually start writing. So keep your phrases short. Don't worry about how things are organized on the page. Just kind of jot everything down as quickly as you can. If you think of even more things than you did in the previous step, that's great. Jot those down too. If you mess up, don't even worry about stopping and erasing. Just keep going until you're done. So how are things looking, Katie? They're looking good. I think I have a good, I have a lot of parts down. Um, kind of looks chaotic. But... Kind of looks chaotic, yeah, but that's what we're looking for. That's exactly mm -hmm. what we want. Mm -hmm. So we've got lots of these elements down on the page. And now our next step is going to be, you know, looking back at the bigger picture. So do some of your experiences, contacts, places you've been, 
do these things kind of have anything in common? Do you, do you want to point any of those similarities and, and strings out to me? Sure. It's very interesting. You know, when I'm looking at this, there are a lot of things that are connected that I didn't even really think about being connected. Right. So I have on here like personality or for like my personality, I have like ENTP. Um, and I'm also personally, I put my astrological sign. I have like Aries on there as well. Um, and something I've always kind of realized is that I'm, I'm getting on a little bit more on like the competitive side and then looking back on it I also put that I'm really interested in like card games and like um sports and everything like basketball and that's really interesting because you know you see like, the overlap there which is really interesting and an aspect I hadn't really considered before. Totally so we've kind of started to identify where these links are and our next step is actually going to be drawing lines between all of these boxes mm. that you've drawn um, and showing like a visual representation of how they're connected. So I'm going to give you some time to think about that and execute that. Sounds good. Okay. So now that we've got lines drawn between all of these elements, all of these experiences, your mentors, where you've been and things you've done, what are some other like specific qualities that you're noticing kind of in common in, in groups of these experiences of yours? Um, something I've realized is that I feel like I'm very social. All of these activities are are something and like all my interests and my really meaningful experiences have been with other people. And it's kind of making me realize that I much prefer to be with other people versus by myself. And then I feel like I am very extroverted. Um, and so that's been something that's really been interesting. Um, I also, and that kind of goes back, you can relate that back to also basketball and card games and my personality test as well, because, you know, all these things are group activities and it just, it's all kind of making sense now. Do you have any other like previous job positions on here? Um, yes, I do. I put like all of my previous like work experience on here. So I have, um, I used to be like an office assistant um, and that was also a very social job because you're interacting with customers um, and everything. And I also used to do tutoring as well. Um, well, I still do that, but like on the side, but, um, and that's also very social because you're talking to someone for an hour while you're explaining concepts to them. So like communication and like social, like being social is definitely something I've realized is a theme on this map. Totally. It sounds like you've really identified some of your core, like skills and your interests and the values that you want to see mm -hmm. reflected in your place of work, which you've already kind of executed with tutoring and, um, you know, working in other like social environments. So it sounds like you've, you've, found a niche of a sort of environment that you'd like to continue. Mm -hmm. So that's really exciting. And that's one of these things that um, that the wandering map is for and can help us identify if that's something that you hadn't realized before. But yeah, it's something I hadn't even really considered. I didn't realize that these were like all connected, but like when you put them on a wandering map, it really makes sense because you can see it like laid out in front of you, all of these connections in between your interests, your previous experience, and just like your personality in general. Yeah. Do you have any other any uh, people on your wandering map here? Um, yes. Well, I have um, I have my mom and I have my sisters. I have like mainly my family. I also have some of my icons, such as like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, Pete Buttigieg. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like they're also kind of very similar. They, I feel like they really um, uphold the values that I have for myself, um, and you can kind of see that reflected in like what my parents do, and also just kind of like what my like political icons and everyone has as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I am looking at your map and I'm seeing it's like a whole mess of lines and boxes and text. And that's exactly what we want to see because, you know, each individual is 
you know, you have such a complex network of your, your own experiences and people that you have encountered and especially folks that you look up to, like you talked about. Um, and this is just a great way to visualize that and see how everything is connected and kind of draw out some of those specific qualities that they have in common. So Katie, that's all I have for us today. Thank you so much for joining me on our student on the street. Do you have any other questions for me? Not really. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Well, that has been it for us today on Student on the Street, and we will catch you next time. Thanks so much. Friends, thanks so much for joining us today on Major Choices, a podcast all about designing the career you want. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to Major Choices, rate us, and leave a review. It really does help others looking for career advice to find us out there in podcast land. As always, we hope that this conversation sparked something within you to reflect as you design your own path ahead. These decisions can often weigh heavy, but remember, you are not alone. If you need help locating your career coach, you can contact us at iucareer at indiana.edu. Special thanks to co-writers and co-producers, our fabulous Career Development Center career peers, Bree Rainey, Jed Ams, Samantha Hash, Alex King, Lena Evans, and Laria Miller. Finally, in the words of teacher and writer Parker Palmer, before I can tell my life what I want to do with it, I must first listen to my life telling me who I am. Until next time, friends, be well.